Hey, whether you enjoy listening to Breaking Down Collapse or Building Up Resilience, I think you'll also really enjoy our bonus content on Patreon. Yeah, Kellen and I take 20 minutes each week to talk about the news that's happening all around us and Collapse as it plays out. We like to have a little fun with it, but also make sure that you're aware of what's going on in the world of Collapse. We look forward to having you join us there. The link to join us on Patreon is in the episode description. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So as you can probably tell by the title of this episode and the day of the week in which we released it, this is not a normal episode. We're not here to necessarily talk about Collapse itself, but more to give an update on sort of the status of the podcast and some of Kellen and I's plans and ambitions for where we want to take the podcast in the future. Yeah, Corey, I think you and I get really excited to talk about this kind of thing. We have big plans and goals and things that we think will bring value to those listening to this podcast. But if you're out there listening right now and you really don't care about what our ambitions are with the podcast, then that's fine. Go ahead and skip this episode. Yeah, and I've brought this up in the podcast before at the very beginning when we sort of talked about the the reasons behind why we were doing the podcast. You know, years ago now when I first started learning about and understanding Collapse, I was dismayed that there wasn't a place where I could go and feel like the information was aggregated and explained Simply, you know, I'd look on the, the subreddit and there would be all sorts of random articles and there was some guides in the sidebar and the wiki, but I felt like in order to really understand what was behind collapse, I was going to have to do just the hours and hours of research on my own. I was going to have to wade through some things that maybe weren't as relevant to try and find what was important. But after doing that, I said, okay, maybe there's a chance for me to help some other people have access to this information in a way that I didn't. And, you know, when we started this, we had no idea where it was going to go. If anyone would listen, you know, I was hopeful that we could get, you know, at least a couple dozen people that would care. And we really had no idea that it would grow as much as it has this far. 
or that it would have the sort of trajectory that it seems to be on right now. And honestly, it's been really cool to see the transformation over time, not just of the podcast, but of sort of our purpose behind the podcast. What started out as sort of a really basic idea to help educate people through a lot of feedback has turned into realizing that we're also impacting people's mental health positively, which has been a huge plus for us. What we thought might be 10 or 20 episodes has now turned into 70 episodes, and we feel like we've got another 70 in our back pocket and probably another 100 after that. There's no end in sight. But one thing that hasn't changed with the podcast is that it is primarily meant to educate on what collapse is based on research and evidence that's out there. But we also realize that there's sort of a complete other side to becoming educated on collapse. And that is that instead of just knowing what collapse is, it's also knowing what we as individuals can do about it. Yeah, I think there's that side of it that you're talking about that we have focused on up to this point, which is let's understand this better. Let's learn what's going on in the world around us, the path we're on, the contributing factors, what that means for the future, and learn, learn, learn. That's important, and we need to continue to do that. Well, we get a lot of people reaching out to us asking for more information on, okay, now what do I do? And for some people, they don't care at all, right? They, they, they might really value learning more about the situation, but they're not super interested in making any changes to their lifestyle or doing anything to try to mitigate the situation or trying to become more resilient or anything like that. And yet others are saying, how do I prepare myself? How do I prepare my family? How do I cope with this stuff? How do you recommend I handle things financially? Or what do I do if I'm in this country in this situation? And people ask us our thoughts on different models that are out there, you know, deep adaptation, transition towns, whatever it might be. And we feel like that's a really important side of it too. That yes, we should focus on learn, but there's also a space where we need to more fully develop the do. What do I do? And we've mentioned this here and there, but we have this dream of being able to provide some really cool things. Like one of them is to create a robust decision tree to help you no matter what your situation is. So you might live in inner city Miami and have a small family and pretty good cash reserves. And the way that you would build resilience is likely to and probably should look different than somebody who lives in a rural town in Canada with perhaps a different family situation and a different financial situation. And we think that we can provide a framework that allows you, no matter what your situation is, to kind of be guided on a path toward the best way for you personally to build resilience. And on top of that, we think there are opportunities to help anyone who's listening, you know, to network and, and build community locally and also kind of have this global community. And all of that... While at the same time, with the kind of topics we've been discussing already, we've got people reaching out to us saying, hey, have you read this book or this book or have you watched this lecture? And there's so many things we want to learn about and distill into a more simplified version and educate while building that whole resilience side as well. So the mission of this podcast has been to break down collapse. And the ambition that Kellen is talking about is to be able to create a sister podcast to this one that instead of breaking down collapse, talks about building up resiliency. Right now, there are hundreds of podcasts and resources out there on the topic of prepping, the majority of which, unfortunately, tend to come from a view of sort of this bunker mentality. And it seems like with many of them, they're great for learning relevant skills, very specific survival techniques, 
but they lack a huge part of what a framework around resiliency should contain, which is relationship building, community, how to open yourself up instead of closing yourself in. You know, there's also the mental and emotional aspect of that. There's all sorts of soft skills that are not frequently mentioned in those types of podcasts. And on the other side, you have really collapse-aware podcasts that understand collapse from the perspective that we do, but their idea of resiliency may be much more vague, lacking a specific framework, pathway, or you know, basically steps to take in order to achieve resiliency. So just like we've created with this podcast, a high-level and simple overview of what collapse is, our aim is to be able to create the same thing but around steps to take to become resilient. Yeah, so we think we can provide a lot of value in this space, like life-changing resources and education and networking, community building, while continuing to build on this foundation of simply the educational side of collapse. And we want that. It's this big dream of ours. And yet, as it stands right now, you know, we're just two average guys who work full-time jobs. We've got families to take care of. We've got other responsibilities. And so what we're able to do, we have to try to squeeze into a very limited amount of time. And Corey, if you were to ask your wife or my wife, they might not see it as limited amount of time that we're spending on this. It ends up being quite a few hours during the course of a week. And all those big dreams that we have for where we want to take things would require even more time. And so I know you and I have talked about how do we get there? What is our path toward that? And we've wrestled because there's some trade-offs. Yeah. I think simply put, the only way that we will be able to make that happen is if we can put what amounts to a full-time job's worth of work into it. You know, if we're going to be bold and say that this sister podcast, Building Up Resiliency, is going to be as effective as it is, we really have to put a lot of work into it. And we're not willing to sort of go halfway and do a little research here and there. Like, we want to go all in with it. And so really what it boils down to in the end is time. And to be able to put the amount of time into this that we need, we have to be able to find a way to make this endeavor financially sustainable for us in a way that would allow us to eventually leave our full-time jobs and dedicate that time to doing this the right way. So I think that's a long way of saying that we want to start testing some things out. We'd like to see if we can start running some advertisements on the podcast. We may look into partnerships or sponsorships. We're starting to run that direction, but we're, we've still got a lot to figure out. But advertising and doing things like that, that's not something we've ever done before. And we've been very hesitant to do that. And I think the reason is we we genuinely care about the people in this community and the, and the people that support what we're trying to do. All of you who are listening to this, we don't want to take that lightly. And so we've toyed with these different ideas of, of how do we go about growing this toward what we just described as our vision while still taking care of those who lend an ear to the podcast. And I think what it all comes down to for us is making sure everything we do is a value add. So for example, you've heard us talk about Patreon and hey, please support us on Patreon. But in return, we want to provide value. So, you know, you go pay us $5 or $10 or whatever it is, and we give you a bonus episode every single week where we're describing what we're seeing in terms of current events and how collapse is 
playing out in our day-to-day lives. And then when we talk about doing something like advertising, our goal, if we can make it work, is not just to have random ads like, hey, zip recruiter and buy a Casper mattress and whatever else. <laughs> There's some subliminal ads that you just threw in there. We're going to have to ask for Casper to uh, to pay us for that. <laughs> No, but you know what I mean, right? We don't want just random, irrelevant ads that aren't giving you any value if you're listening. What we'd prefer to do if we can make it work is find products or brands that we genuinely trust and feel like we can support and that would actually help people in the collapse community. Yeah, exactly. And there's pros and cons to doing it both ways, right? You know, for example, Robert Evans podcasts are just full of these random ads, before several times during the podcast and at the end but he also does a really great job at just making it clear that like this is my job i love you guys but i've got to make my money so this is what we do he makes fun of the ads that sort of thing you know and and he doesn't necessarily stand by the companies that he's advertising for in our case that, that that was an option for us but i don't love how much it interrupted the episodes of the podcast itself our goal is to limit the advertising and when they're happening so that it's not interrupting the podcast. And like Kellen said, we have to experiment with this because we haven't done it before. We don't know what's going to be successful. So we do have a brand that we're going to be sort of testing this with starting next week. And we don't know if that will work out long-term or not. But regardless, we hope that you can find some value from the companies that we choose to sponsor us. You know, if you have been interested in investing in that product or service, then hopefully we're providing you know a discount code or something that makes it worth purchasing or at least looking into. You know I think in the end, in order for us to keep the ads minimal in each episode, our sponsors have to find that it's worth it for them. And we're not out here trying to say that you should just go buy stuff that you don't need. But if it is a need, if you do find it helpful to you, you know it will enable us to keep sponsors long term. And by building value for them, we can in return build more value for you in our future endeavors. And if it works out that way, we can build this future that we've tried to paint a picture of where we can invest in this podcast. We can get better resources for the research and the editing, and we can open up time for ourselves. And we can have this other podcast that we hope to create around resiliency. And it's funny as we describe all this, like if I were just talking to somebody and I said, hey, I co-host a podcast and we've been debating on whether we should have advertisements or not, they would probably laugh and be like, what are you worried about? Every podcast I listen to has tons of ads. So maybe we're being like overly thoughtful on this, but this feels different because of what we're all about. And we're not just like capitalists looking for a niche opportunity to exploit. We're genuine in wanting to provide all this value to help people understand and cope, prepare, improve their quality of life, both now and as things get even more difficult. So this little extra episode, I think, is our attempt to make that clear what our intentions are. Yeah, it's funny. I think you're 100% correct that to so many people would be silly that we've wrestled over this so much and debated about whether or not we should run ads on the podcast. Everyone else in the world would scream, you idiots, you have an audience, run ads, you know. But it's true. We're just very cognizant of you, the listener, and making sure that the experience remains enjoyable. You know, one thing to add in all this is that if you are a patron currently, our plan is to keep the episodes ad-free for you so that you can listen in your native podcast player but without the ads and that will be on top of the bonus episodes that we post every week if you're not currently a patron and you really don't want to listen to ads feel free to join us on patreon 
The last caveat that I want to mention here is that while Kellen and I have these huge ambitions and dreams and, and how amazing, we talk about this all the time, how amazing it would be for us to be able to leave our day jobs and spend all day together just researching and podcasting and, and what a life it would be. There's obviously no guarantee of that. The podcast is growing. It's not currently at the size that would support that. And it'll likely be quite a ways down the road before we're to a point where we could start that sister podcast. But this is the first step uh, to making that happen. And from our side, I know we'll do everything we can to get there. What a weird journey for me. <laughs> All this has been. You mentioned how early on you just wanted to provide some resources so people could more easily learn about Collapse. I got thrown into all of this knowing very little. It has been a pretty significant paradigm shift. My perspective has changed a lot just during the time that we've had the podcast. And now, here we are making plans for how we can really dedicate our lives to this cause of educating and building resilience and helping people in this way. We've outlined what our plans are and our hopes are, but maybe, just maybe... One of you listening is ultra wealthy and you just so fully believe in what we're doing. Throw a couple mil our way. <laughs> yeah, maybe somebody out there is just willing to fund us going full time on this kind of a mission. Like a collapsed sugar daddy or something. <laughs> hey, I would shamelessly refer to that person as my collapsed sugar daddy. <laughs> Anyways, we joke about all this. We have fun. We hope we've described adequately what we're trying to do here. We care about this cause, and we really appreciate all of you that listen. A big thank you. Thanks for putting up with us. If you've been listening from the start, you've been able to follow kind of our journey through this and be a part of that, and we hope to continue that journey long term. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.